Hello educators and welcome to today's episode of the Educators Talk with Vicky Soma. With me today is Shomi Ayomide. She's a graduate of accounting from Crawford University, Nigeria. She's an associate of the accounting technicians in Nigeria. Today we're going to be discussing the importance of studying and discipline. How discipline plays a great role in your studies. Thank you so much, Ms. Ayamide Shomi, for joining us today. It's really nice to have you with us here. So my first question for you is this. How did you uh, minimize distractions during your undergraduate days? Yeah, thank you so much, Gift. Thank you so much for having me on this platform. I really appreciate it. It's really, really an honor. Thank you so, so much. I really appreciate it. Yeah, to your first question, how do I minimize distractions? Yeah, distractions, as we know, they are things that do not help, not make us to actually achieve what you propose to achieve, isn't it? Yes. Now, there are things, firstly, when I was using the scenario of when I was an undergraduate, even till now, what helps, what I really do, strategies I, I take to really uh, minimize distractions are one. Firstly, I majority of my social pages, majority of my social handles, I left them for a while. I remember when I was doing my skills professional exam. So for about a year or more than a year, even till now, I've never gotten back those social handles. I left all of them, like Facebook, Twitter, um, Facebook, Twitter, IG, everything. I left them because I knew they were distractions. Because we know how intriguing all those informations on those social media can make you glued to your to your phone screen. They know you are so interested in those things that, and as you're doing those stuff, time begins to go. From 10 minutes to 30 minutes, one hour, you just wasted your time and resources on things that don't matter. So what I understood was that I took that bold step to actually go away from such um, such um, social media and those and pages. So I wasn't actively involved in them at all, like at all. So I was done with the exam. Even when I was done with the exam, I didn't even feel like going back. Even till now, I'm just trying to get back to those handles. But I knew there were distractions. I knew the way people demand for socialization via those means but i knew there are other better things to do with those times so i made sure that i left those pages just to make sure that i get things done also i cut from engagement that time like i said i really served in a lot of leadership role. so they were so there are other engagement that um, required my attention those time so what i did was that sincerely if if Taking those things as priority will distort me from my academic performance. I didn't want to do it at all. So what was what I did was I prioritized those engagement. Those ones I saw that were not really, really important. I just turned them off and didn't play those roles there. So I minimized the engagement. So like now get together and all stuff in school. I minimize those things majority of them i don't go for that even when they are, we are close to exam and people go for tutorials tutorial because you know some people just come make notes and also i just stay away from all those engagement that i think can be a time waster also lastly is that 
I get a secret place to read. Now, for example, library. Library is a very good place to read, absolutely. But see, a lot of people come to library, and when you come to library and you see your friend, before you know, when you are reading, another person may come and meet you that, ah, please, do you understand this? Do you understand this? Before you know, you've actually spent, you've actually spent all the hours you're to read, trying to teach people. So, when I want to read, I really try to keep away from distraction. That's why I go to places where people don't often go there to read. To read on my own. When I'm trying to come out, I teach people. But first, my priority is that, yes, I've actually gotten the understanding I need. So, when I teach people, I get more enlightened through that means. Thank you so much for sharing that. Now, during your undergraduate days, did you have a study routine? Did you develop Kind of routine to help you study your books. Yeah, definitely. I had a study routine right from any time we resume for the semester. The first week, immediately the um, 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 our outline for the courses we are to do for every day is out. That is what we call timetables out. Immediately, I get my routine for how i'm going to study for the whole semester so even when i do that in the, um, the beginning of the semester now things change and i get to see courses that i'm not really good at and the ones i'm still good at so now what i did was that i i scaled those courses according to the ones i needed to put more attention and the one i did that i could still relate with more better so i made the routine for the way I study. Now, the routine I was in was not just only Saturday and Sunday to read on the weekend, no. I made reading part of my everyday life. So every single day, every single time I had on my own, I was maximizing it for each and any course I wanted to read. So very early in the morning, I've woken up, the courses were to have that day in the class. I've revised on those ones who I've done previously because we know in university days, lecturers can just come with any impromptu test and you know there's no really an excuse for all those stuff so i make because of all those impromptu things all those unforeseeable circumstances i make sure that reading was part of my daily routine so i made routine for each each course i was to do so how i made the routine was that a course i was to have tomorrow i'll read it the last night so I was always up to date with everything that was going on, even ahead of time. Because even from the beginning of the semesters, the course outline will have been given. So I strategize on each, each course topic to take and move better in that way. So yes, during my undergraduate time, I had a study routine. Like I even had time frame with them. I'm like, today, PSC 4-1, two hours. When it's two hours, I close my book, go to the next one. So I was always taking my time management so very seriously. Okay, thank you, Ms. Hayamide. Thank you for that. Now, how were you able to manage your time in relation to the number of courses you had to study in school? Okay, like I said earlier on also, I give priority to courses. Now, there are some courses, even from the inception of the semester, you see some courses that six units you see some courses that are four units you see some courses that are three units i see some are two even some are one and even i even had a course also then it was actually zero but it was very compulsory for us to do that course that time so now 
giving priorities to those courses and the number of um, courses I was offering. Now, it is from the 100 level um, time that we really offer so much courses, like up to like 14 courses. But when we're coming to 400 level, because courses became more broader, so courses, number of courses we were to study was limited. I remember during my final year, I I, I only had like six courses to just offer for that semester. Yeah. So now what I do, having prioritized all those courses according to their unit and their rank in priority. Now, I make sure that I allocate too much time to the ones that yes, they were very important to me and I didn't really have basic understanding on this one. That does not mean I'm going to disregard all that ones. No, I read all of them equally. But any extra time I have, I take that time to go back and read the ones I'm not really good that so that's why my mondays to my sundays i was always having each subjects to read every day at least a day i was having three subjects to read all i do was that like i said earlier like i said was four to two hours so let's say we have class from seven to six i still have time to still rest around eight then by nine i start even sometimes majority of time we don't even have classes six so maybe we're done with classes i go to the library to maximize the time i have till when i'm I've, i'm done with whatever i have to do so six hours per day wasn't really too much for me it wasn't at least four hours per day wasn't too much for me to get my materials and all stuff to read to two course per day or three course per day they were really achievable for me so i was always maximizing those time so majority of the time what makes us feel there's not enough time to read those courses was because of distractions a lot of activities were so much choking the our daily work also but when there's time management there is nothing that cannot be achieved wow thank you for sharing that okay now i'll What's your view on um, cramming? What's your view on cramming? What do you have to say about cramming? Do you support it? Yeah, EBS, tell us why. And if you just share with us. Thank you. Yeah, Gilt, thanks a lot for that question. From inception, I never, never support cramming. I believe the foundation or the basis of education is that for you to be enlightened and not only enlightened for you to also put those things you actually know in practice now coming i feel from my own perspective coming is just a one-off activity one of activities that you just do that because of what you need to gain at that particular point to quickly like for example your exams are coming once you really get something into your brain and you know go and point dance and just get your grades and you know that you're off now because i knew i didn't support cramming and i i couldn't i didn't even know how to cram initially i didn't even know even till i don't know how to cram so what i did was i knew so i understood my learning and assimilation process so from the beginning of the semester because i know i cannot cram and the volume of activities we're going to be doing are so much that if i don't start reading from the beginning of the semester it will be very hard for me to pass that course close to exam so from the beginning of the semester 
every topic we have from the beginning of semester i made sure i went through them so the closer to the exam they were just like revision because everything had already stayed and some somebody something about me is that i don't just like to read to pass because that is now this kind of people will actually be noticed in the real world because when they are in real practice and they are unable to actually apply what they've learned you can only you can only get to apply what you've learned or put action to what you've learned when you have basic understanding on those things. I feel when they cram, they don't really have basic understanding. But when you read and take your time to read and meditate, you have basic understanding about it. Even though you cannot directly say word for word what the lecturer said, you can even have a better view and better scenario to that case. So I really do not support cramming for anything because I don't know how to do it. And I don't think that has never worked for me. Even because if you are cramming yourself, you don't even want anyone to distract you. When you're done cramming, you just want to go to the exam or then download everything on your books. But that's not it. I'm actually just in school. You know that in normal Nigeria education system, just for you to pass exam, you always don't need to be actually like that. Then you must be able to understand what you plan because in practice, you should be able to apply those things to solve problems. So I don't support it. And I don't encourage anybody also to do that. Thank you so much for that, Now, my final question is this. What materials did you use to form your study notes aside from the points gotten during the lectures and share with us? Thank you. Thank you so much for that question. Yeah, back then in school, so the materials that you use to form my study notes also in conjunction with actually the jotting we get from normal classroom direction and lecture from the lecturers. Since majorly I use textbooks. From the beginning of the semester, the way my school does the host of that, our outline is made available to everyone from the beginning of the semester. And in the outline, even if it's not printed or sent to us online, it's already dictated. And also, recommended textbooks are always attached in line with them. So, like, you can add them um, after a course outline of like 15 topics to actually do for the semester. You can see below recommended textbooks like six or five. So, basically, what I do is that I identify. And those recommended textbooks are always in the library because you don't get to refer textbooks that we can't access. So I just go to the library and identify those textbooks. And it is not everything I'm actually going to use to um, form my study notes, but I use like two or three. Then I read through, but I read through to get ideas from all of them to just get a better understanding. So majorly, I use textbooks. Also, in the case where the recommended textbooks are not made known to us and there are not enough materials or textbooks for that in the library, but absolutely, we thank God for our new age. So I just go to the internet via Google and other means to get information. Also, I also get information through journals on those topics. So when I go to Google journals, then I I state the kind of like the subject I want to get understanding about, I see different journals from different actors concerning that topic. So through that means also I get materials actually from my study notes as you get updated concerning that course and subjects. 
Yeah, thank you so much, kids, for having me in your ways. I really appreciate. I thank you for the ability to share my knowledge concerning those few things you are applying. Thank you so much. God bless you. See you at the top always. Thank you so, so much, Ayomide. It was so nice having you on today's show. And I'm sure our listeners have had one or two things to gain. And I believe every one of them will sit up and work smarter as they continue to stay conscious of their time and avoid distractions. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Dedicator Stuff with Peter Sema. See you again next week. Welcome to today's episode of the Educator Stuff with Peter Sema. With me today is Shomi Ayomide. She's a graduate of accounting from Crawford University, Nigeria. She's an associate of the accounting technicians in Nigeria. Today we're going to be discussing the importance of studying and discipline. How discipline plays a great role your studies. Thank you so much, Ms. Ayamide Shogu, for joining us today. It's really nice to have you with us here. So my first question for you is this. How did you uh, minimize distractions during your undergraduate days? Yeah, thank you so much, Gift. Thank you so much for having me on this platform. I really appreciate it. Really, really an honor. Thank you so, so much. I really appreciate. Yeah, to your first question, how do I minimize distractions? Yeah, distractions, as we know, they are things that do not help, not make us to actually achieve what you propose to achieve. Isn't it? Yes. Now, there are things. Firstly, when I was using the scenario of when I was an undergraduate, even till now. What helps, what I really do, strategies I, I take to really uh, minimize distractions are one. Firstly, I majority of my social pages, majority of my social handles, I left them for a while. I remember when I was doing my skills professional exam. So for about a year or more than a year, even till now, I've never gotten back those social handles. I left all of them, like Facebook, Twitter, um, Facebook, Twitter, IG, everything, I left them because I knew they were distractions because we know how intriguing all those informations on those social media can make you glue to your, to your phone screen. They know you are so interested in those things that and as you're doing those stuff, time begins to go from 10 minutes to 30 minutes, one hour, you just wasted your time resources on things that don't matter so what i understood was that i took that bold step to actually go away from search um, search and um, social media and those and pages so i wasn't actively involved in them at all like at all so i was done with the exam even when i was done with the exam i didn't even feel like going back even till now i'm just trying to get back to those handles but i knew there were distractions i knew the way people demand for socialization via those means but I knew there are other better things to do with those times so I made sure that I left those pages just to make sure that I get things done also I cut from engagement that time like I said I really served in a lot of leadership role so they were so there are other engagement that 
um, required my attention those times. So what I did was that, sincerely, if if taking those things as priority will distort me from academic performance, I didn't want to do it at all. So what was what I did was I prioritized those engagements. Those ones I saw that were not really, really important, I just turned them off and didn't play those roles there. So I minimize the engagement. So like now get together and all stuff in school. I minimize those things. Majority of the time I don't go for that. Even when they are, we are close to exam and people go for tutorials, tutorial because you know some people just come make notes and also I just stay away from all those engagement that I think can be a time waster. Also, lastly, is that I get the secret place to read. Now, for example, library. Library is a very good place to read, absolutely. But see, a lot of people come to library, and when you come to library and you see your friend, before you know, when you are reading, another person may come and say that, ah, please, do you understand this? Do you understand this? Before you know, you've actually spent, you've actually spent all the hours you're to read, trying to teach people. So when I want to read, I really try to keep away from distraction. That's why I go to places where people don't often go there to read, to read on my own. When I'm trying to come out, I teach people. But first, my priority is that, yes, I've actually gotten the understanding I need. So when I teach people, I get more enlightened through that means. Thank you so much for sharing that. Now, during your undergraduate days, did you have a study routine? Did you develop kind of routine to help you study your books yeah definitely i had a study routine right from any time we resume for the semester the first week immediately the um, um, um our outline for the courses we are to do for every day is out that is what we call timetables out immediately i get my routine for how I'm going to study for the whole semester. So, even when I do that in the, in the beginning of the semester, now things change and I get to see courses that I'm not really good at and the ones I'm still good at. So now what I did was that I, I scaled those courses according to the ones I needed to put more attention and the one I did that I could still relate with more better. So I made the routine for the way I study. Now, the routine I was doing was not just only Saturday and Sunday to read on the weekend, no. I made reading part of my everyday life. So every single day, every single time I had on my own, I was maximizing it for each and any course I wanted to read. So very early in the morning, I've woken up, the courses were to have that day in the class. I've revised on those ones who I've done previously because we know in university days, Lecturers can just come with any impromptu test, and you know, there's no really an excuse for all those stuff. So, I make because of all those impromptu things, all those unforeseeable circumstances, I make sure that reading was part of my daily routine. So, I made routine for each, each course I was to do. So, how I made the routine was that a course I was to have tomorrow, I'll read it the last night. So, I was always up to date with everything that was going on, even ahead of time. Because even from the beginning of the semesters, the course outline will have been given. So, I strategized on each, each course topic to take and move better in that way. So, yes, during my very time, I had a study routine. 
like i even had time frame with them i'm like today psc for one two hours when it's two hours i close my book go to the next one so i was always taking my time management so very seriously Okay, thank you, Ms. Hayamide. Thank you for that. Now, how are you able to manage your time in relation to the number of courses you add to study in school? Okay, like I said earlier on also, I give priority to courses. Now, there are some courses, even from the inception of the semester, you see some courses that are six units, you see some courses that are four units, you see some courses that are three units, I see some are two, even some are one. And even I even had a course also then, it was actually zero, but it was very compulsory for us to do that course that time. So now, giving priorities to those courses and the number of um, courses I was offering. Now, it is from the hundred level um, time that we really offer so much courses, like up to like 14 courses. But when we were coming to 400 level, because the courses became more broader, so courses number of courses we to study was limited i remember during my final year i i, I only had like six courses to just offer for that semester yeah so now what i do having prioritized all those courses according to their unit and their rank in priority now i make sure that i allocate too much time to the ones that yes they were very important to me and I didn't really have basic understanding on this one. That does not mean I'm going to disregard all that was no. I read all of them equally. But any extra time I have, I take that time to go back and read the ones I'm not really good at. So that's why my Mondays to my Sundays, I was always having each subject to read every day. At least a day, I was having three subjects to read. All I do was that, like I said earlier, I can say was four to two hours. So let's say we have class from seven to six. I see I have time to still rest around eight. Then by nine I start. Even sometimes, majority of time, we don't even have class to six. When people were done with classes, I go to the library to maximize the time I have till when I'm I'm done with whatever I have to do. So six hours per day wasn't really too much for me wasn't at least four hours but it wasn't too much for me to get my materials and all stuff to read to two course per day or three course by day they were really achievable for me so i was always maximizing those time so majority of the time what makes us feel there's not enough time to read those courses was because of distractions a lot of activities were so much choking the uh, daily work also but when there's time management there is nothing that cannot be achieved Wow, thank you for sharing that. Okay, now, um, what's your view on um, cramming? What's your view on cramming? What do you have to say about cramming? Do you support it? Yeah, if yes, tell us why. And if you, you just share with us. Thank you. Yeah, Gilt, thanks a lot for that question. From inception, I never, never support cramming. I believe the foundation or the basis of education is that for you to be enlightened and not only enlightened, for you to also put those things you actually know in practice. Now, cramming, I feel from my own perspective, cramming is just a one-off activity. 
one of activities that you just do that because of what you need to gain at that particular point to quickly like for example your exams are coming you want to really get something into your brain and you know go and point down and just get your grades and you know that you're off now because i knew i didn't support cramming and i i could ne- i didn't even know how to cram initially i didn't even know even till i don't know how to cram so what i did was i knew so i understood my learning and assimilation process so from the beginning of the semester because i know i cannot cram and the volume of activities we're going to be doing are so much that if i don't start reading from the beginning of the semester it will be very hard for me to pass that course close to exam so from the beginning of the semester every topic we have from the beginning of the semester i made sure i went through them so the closer to the exam they were just like revision because everything had already stayed and something somebody something about me is that i don't just like to read to pass because that is now this kind of people will actually be noticed in the real world because when they are in real practice and they are unable to actually apply what they've learned you can be only you can only get to apply what you've learned or put action to what you've learned when you have basic understanding on those things i feel when they cram they don't really have basic understanding but when you read and take your time to read and meditate you have basic understanding about it. even though you cannot directly say word for word what the lecturer said you can even have a better view and better scenario to that case so i really do not support cramming for anything because i don't know how to do it i don't think it actually because it never works for me even because if you are cramming yourself, you don't even want anybody to distract you. When you're done cramming, you just want to go to the exam or then download everything on your books. But that's not it. We're not actually just in school. You know that in normal Nigeria education system, just for you to pass exam, it's not meant to be actually like that. Then you must be able to understand what you've learned because in practice, you should be able to apply those things to solve problems. So I don't support it. And I don't encourage anybody also to do that. Thank you so much for that, Irene. Now, my final question is this. What materials did you use to form your study notes, aside to the points gotten during the lecture time? Please share with us. Thank you. Thank you so much for that question. Yeah, back then in school, so the materials I do use, to form my study notes also in conjunction with actually the jotting we get from normal classroom direction and lecture from the lecturers since majorly i use textbooks from the beginning of the semester the way my school does the host of is that our outline is made available to everyone from the beginning of the semester and in the outline even if it's not printed or sent to us online, it's already dated. And also, recommended textbooks are always attached in line with them. So, like, you can add them um, after a course outline of like 15 topics to actually do for the semester. You can see below recommended textbooks like six or five. So, basically, what I do is that I identify, and those recommended textbooks are always in the library. Because you don't get to refer textbooks that we can't access. So I just go to the library and identify those textbooks. And it is not everything I'm actually going to use to um, form my study notes. But I use like two or three. Then I read through. But I read through 
to get ideas from all of them to just get a better understanding so majorly i use textbooks also in the case where the recommended textbooks are not made known to us and there are not enough materials of textbooks for that in the library but absolutely we thank god for our new age so i just go to the internet via google and other means to get information also i also get information through journals on those topics so when i go to google journals then i i state the kind of like the subject i want to get understanding about i see different journals from different actors concerning that topic so through that means also i get materials actually from my study notes as you get updated concerning that course and subjects yeah thank you so much kids for having me in your ministry i really appreciate i thank you for the ability to share my knowledge concerning those few things you are applying thank you so much god bless you see you at the top of this Thank you so so much, Ayomide. It was so nice having you on today's show. And I'm sure our listeners have had one or two things to gain. And I believe every one of them will sit up and work smarter as they continue to stay conscious of their time and avoid distractions. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Dedicator's Talk with Dr. Sema. See you again next week.